This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. The Baptist Bible Hour now comes to you under the direction of Elder LeSere Bradley, Jr., pastor of the Cincinnati Primitive Baptist Church. Tune in every Sunday at 10 a.m. for Pastor LeSeur Bradley and the Baptist Bible Hour right here on the Good News Station, WCNO. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now, and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Meyer's today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. Training us up in the way we should go. Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where pupils have time for creativity, math, and logic, where respect is modeled like please and thank you, where truth is taught along with history and literature, where innovation and leadership are fostered as college and careers are planned. That's the future of a Golden Rule Academy pupil. Learn more at goldenruleacademy.net. Hey folks, this is Pastor Jason Bumgardner from The Revealing Truth. First of all, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for your support and making The Revealing Truth one of the most listened to Christian broadcast shows in South Florida. It's been an honor to bring you the Word of God over these past seven years and to see that word impact our region. Secondly, I want to thank you for your financial support of this broadcast. It has gone a long way in keeping us on the air. Many of you have been faithful to support our efforts, and we couldn't do it without you. So we thank God for you, and we thank God for your support. Thirdly, as you know, we're in the middle of our summer months, and I'm coming to you to ask you for help to help meet our on-the-air budget. WCNO has been a wonderful partner. However, the cost of having this show on the air has far outpaced the donations that have come in. We need your help to stay on the air. So that's why I'm coming to you today. I want to ask you, will you consider partnering with us to help us meet our financial obligations through the summer? Please take a moment today and consider what you can do for the revealing truth. 
Your support is vital for this program to stay on the air. You can make your best gift now by going to MyTruthChurch.com and clicking on the donate button. That address again is MyTruthChurch.com and just click on that donate button. You can call our corporate office at 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. And we can take your donation over the phone. I'm asking you today, will you partner with us? Will you help us keep this show on the air? Will you keep being a regional partner to bring the truth to South Florida? Thank you again from the bottom of my heart. And we look forward to what God's going to do in your life today. Now let's get ready for the word. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. That's why honoring your mother and father is very important. You might not know them. They might have abandoned you. They might have left you. But the truth is, is they are the vehicle that got you here. And one of the big ten, the Ten Commandments, that one of them says, honor your mother and father. It's the only commandment that comes with a promise. If you honor your mother and father, then your days will be long on the earth. Amen? I mean, God didn't say if you don't commit adultery, then you'll have a great marriage. There's no guarantee that. Huh? Some people ain't got a great marriage and they've been faithful. Come on, amen? He never told you if you don't steal, you'll be rich. He just said, thou shalt not steal, okay? There's a lot of people that ain't stole that ain't got a lot. Is this okay? Huh? But he said, if you will honor your father and you will honor your mother, your life will be long upon the earth and you will live with that promise. Praise the Lord, amen? Mm -hmm. So that, why do we honor our mother and father? You say, well, they were terrible parents. They were horrible parents to me. No, he didn't say honor just the good ones. He said honor the bad ones too because he used them to create you. Come on, amen? That's why you can't ever be mad at your daddy for what he did or mad at your mama for what they did. They abandoned you. They abused you. They molested you. They beat you. They stole from you, whatever. God still used them to get you here. You couldn't be here without them, so you got to honor them. I feel the freedom of the Lord in this house tonight. Come on, amen? Hmm? How, many, how many of you recognize you didn't get to choose where you were born? Somebody else chose where you were born. You might not like the fact that you were born in the north or born in the south. and go, People grow up and say, I'm, a, I'm from Dixie. I'm a rebel. I'm from New York. I'm a Yankee. As if you had anything to do with it. You're all this northern pride. We Yankee. We from New York, New York, New York. Well, you didn't have nothing to do with it. You hadn't have anything to do with it. Come on, somebody help me. Amen. Hmm? You didn't get to choose whether or not you get to live in Florida. God did that for you. Where you were born from. Amen. Hmm? God chose that. Come on, somebody. I mean, you didn't get to choose what ethnic group you were born into or what race you come from. You didn't get to choose the color of your skin. Come on, huh? You believe that? You can be pasty white and pale or red-headed or blonde-headed or brown-headed or you can be really dark and tan. It doesn't matter. You didn't get to choose any of that. Now, I know you can go dye your hair later when you get older, but you didn't get to choose your natural hair. Hmm? Come on. 
Hmm? You didn't get to choose whether you were born into a poor family or a rich family. You didn't get to choose what gender you are, although some people are making that choice after they grow up. Bruce, Caitlin, I don't know, whatever. Hmm? I didn't get to choose what talents he gave me. So most of us, this is the truth, most of us spend our life concerned about things that we don't have rather than learning how to develop and discern the things that he gave us. Huh? And we divide over this stuff. We're just like, I, you know, Dr. Seuss was a genius. We divide over race. We divide over color. We divide over ethnicity. We divide over social status. We divide over where we were born. Let me tell you something. If you're in the body of Christ, there's no division. I don't care if you're seven foot tall or three foot tall. I don't care what shade you come in. Come on. I, y'all, 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 this truth, church. Y'all okay? Mm. So what is it that God put in my life? We were talking a little bit about this on Sunday. What is it that God put in my life for me, be able to, for me to be able to fulfill the assignment that's on my life? For me to be able to fulfill my destiny that's in the earth? Huh? I don't know why people struggle over the things they struggle. I don't know why I struggled over the things I struggled over. I put so much emphasis on the things that I lacked in my life, it really hampered me and kept me from fulfilling the destiny in my life until I finally got a revelation that God made me unique and that God's not mad at me. One of the biggest things that ever happened to me is when I got a revelation that God is not disappointed with me and he's not mad at me. If you can let that wrap around your head a few times, you'll really begin to step into your destiny. Most of us live our life afraid of God and act like we're some kind of a disappointment to him for the choices we've made. But God's not disappointed in you. You know that tonight, right? He loves you. Amen? But what do we have? we got fat people wanting to be skinny and skinny people wanting to be fat and, 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 and little men trying to eat a bunch of protein so they become big men and big men going on diets to become little men. Come on, amen? we got short people trying to be tall. we got tall people trying to be short. Mm? we got bald people joining hair club for men. Come on, amen? People got hair, shaving their head all the time. Come on. Well, people are always trying to get something that they ain't got. They're trying to be something that they're not. Amen. And, and watch this. And we take pride in things that we had nothing to do with. I'm white and I'm proud. As if you had anything to do with that. I'm black and I'm proud. As if you had anything to do with that. You really didn't. Let me help you. That was God. If you're not happy with who you are, look to your Father in heaven. And talk to him about it, because he made you who you are by divine assignment. Amen? Uh? And God didn't fashion you the way he fashioned you to give you a liability, and he didn't make you that way to give you a handicap. You are the handiwork. You were fearfully and wonderfully made by God. You are unique in him. Amen? He fashioned you the way he fashioned you because he has an assignment for your life. He fashioned you and made you give you an assignment for this generation, put you in this time, put you in the state of Florida, had you born a citizen of the United States of America, and put you on the treasure coast of this country because he's got an assignment for your life. Come on, amen. And you talk the way you talk and you walk the way you walk and you move the way you move and you act the way you act because God made you that way. For the day and the time that you live in, amen, you were fearfully and wonderfully made. Glory to God. Give him praise tonight. 
You say, Pastor, what does this have to do with Isaiah 45? You, just, you went off the rails. This don't have nothing to do with Isaiah 45. Well, let me tell you, because in Isaiah 45, there's this interesting little passage of Scripture. There's a man named Cyrus. Everybody say Cyrus. His name is only mentioned a couple times in the Bible, and that's because Cyrus was not a man of the covenant. Cyrus was not an Israelite. Come on, amen. He was not a follower of Jehovah God. He knew nothing about Jehovah God. He was the king of Persia. The most powerful nation on the entire planet, he was the king, which today is modern-day Iran, just in case you're wondering. He was the king of Persia, and he found out that he had a destiny, and he embraced that destiny, and he lived his life fearlessly. He lived the audacious life when he embraced the destiny that God revealed to him, even though he was not a person of the covenant. Come on, amen? Now, we're talking about a guy, watch this, we're talking about a guy that didn't even know God. But when he found out that God had a plan for him, he embraced the plan. He leaned into the plan. He said, that's me. This is my destiny, and I'm going to embrace my destiny. Hmm? I know some church people that know God, and they keep, they keep doing this. Leaning away from their destiny. Well, I don't know if that's you or not. I don't, know, do you, I don't know about that. Come on, help me. Got destiny and assignment on their life and never even embrace it. Always holding back. Well, I just, I just, I, I, I'm scared. Well, you can't be scared and be audacious at the same time. Mm? That whole world that he comes from was pretty much controlled by a nation called Babylon. Hey folks, this is Pastor Jason again. I hope the word that you're hearing is ministering to you today. My heart is that the transforming power of this word is changing you from the inside out. And I just want to say thank you for being a faithful listener. I want to take this break right now and ask you to take a minute to do your part to help keep this word being preached on the air. I'm inviting you to partner with me to change lives all over South Florida. If you would say, yes, Pastor Jason, I want to help you, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to mytruthchurch.com and click on the donate button and give your best gift now. Will you do that for me? Mytruthchurch.com. Click on the donate button and give your best gift now. Help me keep this message of the truth being broadcast all across South Florida. I need your help now. And you can help by just going to mytruthchurch.com and clicking on the donate button. Now let's get back to the word again. Babylon reached the pinnacle of its power really when they had a king named Nebuchadnezzar. Babylon was, was conquered by the Persians and the Medes, by King Cyrus. Huh? He was the king of all Persia. He was, he was the head of what's called the, it was called the Medes and the Persian. It was a coalition, a, a new, new empire that ruled the world. And it was followed by, the, it, it, it conquered Babylon when Ka Babylon had ruled the whole world. They're the nation that took the, the children of Israel into the place of bondage and carried them off from Israel back into Babylon and made them slides, made, made them slaves. That's where you get Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That's where you get the book of Daniel, Daniel and the lion's den. This all took place during the Babylonian Empire. Amen. We talked about this about a month or so in a message a couple months ago. I don't know if some of y'all were here for that. But... 
Belshazzar was the ruler of, the, of, Babylon, of Babylon, and he was throwing this big party one night, and he was using some of the holy things that they had taken from the temple in Jerusalem, the utensils of God, the holy things of God. He was drinking wine from these holy things. And in the midst of that, a finger comes down out of heaven, writes on the wall. They go get Daniel to tell him, what, is, what does this say? And it pretty much says, your kingdom's coming to an end this very night. It's all over tonight. So they were all drunk. Like, yeah, 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 that's cool, that's cool. We really believe that. <laughs> right? Come on, amen. He said, tonight your kingdom's going to be removed from you. Well, the reason why that was so amazing is, is because Babylon, Babylon, the city of Babylon, was considered to be impenetrable. You could not get in the city. It was fortified. It had the biggest walls. It had the biggest army. It had the biggest weapons. It, there, nobody could get in there. It was a city that had never been defeated. It was the capital city of the whole empire that ruled the entire world. They had the most powerful army on the face of the planet. Nobody could stand against them. But Cyrus was a brilliant tactician, and Cyrus went up to the Euphrates River, and he dammed up the river. How many know the story? He dams up the river. He turns the water off way up the road, and they all get down into the riverbed when there ain't no water. And because the river went through the middle of the city, they marched down through the riverbed into the city that night of the party and overthrow the city with hardly any bloodshed. And in an instant, the Babylonian Empire completely implodes and falls, and now the Persian Empire becomes the most powerful nation on the planet. Huh? Come on, amen. Happened in one night. So what happens is, is he sets up, Cyrus sets up, he's in the kingdom, his officers go through the city, they're looking for all, all the cool things, they're looking for all the stuff that had been taken, and when they got to the stuff that had been taken from Jerusalem and that hadn't been destroyed, the things that Babylon, the Babylonians had stolen and brought into the city, the artifacts, the scrolls, the Torah, all the books of the Bible, the utensils from the house of God that they carried off into Babylon, one of the things that Cyrus's men found was they found this book. Everybody say the book. It was the book of Isaiah, which was written 210 years before this happened. 210 years before Cyrus was ever born on the face of the planet. And Isaiah wrote this prophecy 210 years before he was ever born that there would come a man named Cyrus. Everybody say Cyrus. That Cyrus was coming and Cyrus would be anointed of God to throw open the gates, the doors, to break down the gates of bronze, and that he would be anointed to subdue nations, that he would rule the world, he would take the treasures out of darkness and wealth from the secret places, and God said, I will do it for you and you won't even know who I am. Wow. Wow. So here's Cyrus who just overthrows the most powerful nation in the world, looking in the book of Isaiah, reading his life story written 210 years before he was ever born. Come on, somebody. Amen. Mm. Stay with me because this is awesome. I want to walk through this real quick and we'll get out of here. First, God said this. He said, Cyrus was anointed. Somebody say, I'm anointed. Come on, say it like you mean it. I'm anointed. I'm anointed. Cyrus was anointed to do what he was doing. He was fulfilling the destiny of God that was on his life. In other words, he was empowered by a God that he did not even know to do what he was created to do. Come on, amen? That means that there's an assignment for you on this planet. God has an assignment for your life that you are empowered to do. Somebody say, I'm empowered to do it. Mm. Now listen, you're not empowered to do everything. 
but you are empowered to do something. Come on, amen. You haven't been called everywhere, but you have been called somewhere. Come on, smile at me. This ain't too bad, is it? Come on, amen. You haven't been called to everybody, but you've been called to somebody. Some somebodies, amen. And what you have to discover for yourself is what that is and who that is that you've been called and anointed to work with, to empower, to change their life. God has an assignment for you. Because if you can ever discover who you've been called to, and if you can ever discover where you've been called, then understand why you've been called. Come on, somebody. Then there's an empowerment that will fall on your life to be able to do what you were created to do. And if you're out there doing something that you weren't created to do, there's no empowerment to do it. So you spend your life spinning your wheels. Mm. Is this okay? Is everybody okay? Hmm? And now listen to me closely. I want to help you. I want, to, I want this to get in us tonight. Amen. If you want to know when stress enters your life the most, it's when you're doing things in your life that you're not graced to do. Now, I'm not talking about being rebellious for what God told you to do. I'm talking about you doing things that you're not graced to do. Come on, there's a difference. When you keep re- there's a difference when you resist what God assigned for you versus you're doing, what God, you're doing something God didn't tell you to do. Come on, both of them will bring pain. Come on, are you here? Amen? Hmm? So if you want to know how to open doors to stress in your life, then try to do something that's not the assignment for your life. It will bring stress to your life. Come on, Amen? Mm-hmm. Because when you do things that you're not graced to do, the stress level of your life is going to go through the roof. Come on. Now, that's not the only source of stress. Because a lot of times we get stressed out because God told us to do something, but we're trying to do it in our own strength and we're not relying on God to help us do it. That's a whole different kind of stress. Huh? A lot of people know the assignment on their life, but they want to keep telling God how to get it done. Hmm? So you need to find out what it is that God has empowered you to do. If you're a school teacher, then you're anointed to be a school teacher. Amen. You've been called to work at a school. How many know that if God uh, empowered you to be a school teacher, then it won't be a pain in the butt for you to be a school teacher? Come on, amen. I don't care if you got 50 of the meanest, meanest kids in Fort Pierce. If you've been called to do it, then it won't be a pain to do it. Hmm? I got all the teachers here tonight going, that's right. That's right. Go to Rural Academy. That's right. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter because you were born with an assignment on your life for this season of your life. And it doesn't mean that it's the only assignment. We all have assignments that come in seasons. Oftentimes you'll find out that the assignment on your life shifts from season to season to season. Because as you learn and mature in one assignment, it's preparing you for the next assignment. So you can occupy the next place or the next destination that you're going to. But a lot of times we want to shortcut that because we have a picture of where God wants to go. We got a prophetic word somewhere by so-and-so prophet. And we try to short-circuit the process. And we don't go through the process of the initial assignment that we needed to walk through to be able to occupy this assignment or this destination. And then we just jump, leapfrog up there and make a mess out of it. Is this okay? Is everybody all right? Mm -mm. If I'm a surgeon, it's because I'm graced to be a surgeon. I can tell you right now, I'm not graced to be a surgeon. I like looking at the outside of people. I figured if God wanted me to be a doctor or a surgeon, I would just kind of like to see the insides of people. 
But when I think about looking at the insides of people, it really upsets me. So I know that I'm not called to be a surgeon. Come on, amen. I'm not called to be a mathematician. I'm telling you right now. When I went to school and you, they had all the letters and English words on one board and they had all numbers on one board, I was okay with that. When they started putting letters and numbers on the same board, I checked out. <laughs> Not me, baby. <laughs> when, you got, when you have a letter plus a number that adds up to something else, well, maybe that's part of your assignment. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarbis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an honor and a pure joy to have been with you for the last seven years on the air. As I stated earlier, I need your help to keep the Revealing Truth broadcasting on the air for the rest of the summer. If I have been a blessing to you in any way, if this word has ministered to you, if you've been, if you've been healed by hearing this word, if it's changed your perspective and helped you in your life, I'm asking you to help me now. Will you help me? Will you partner with me? If you're calling, you can call 772-461-8555, extension 0. That number again is 772-461-8555, extension 0. We will take your donation over the phone. Otherwise, go to mytruthchurch.com and click on the donate button. From all of us here at Ignite Your World and The Revealing Truth, we want to thank you for helping keep us on the air. And thank you for partnering with us with your financial support this week. God bless you and have a great day in the Lord. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. 
Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.